0: Are you free tonight? Yep. Really? Yeah.
1: I'm not doing anything.
0: How about, uh, I mean, tomorrow night? What's your schedule look like for tomorrow night? Free then, too. Free? Yep. Hmm.
1: Yep. I'm just wondering. I mean, I'm enjoying the simplicity of this. I'm missing our Thursday dates a little bit, because oh, yeah, yeah, it's Thursday, too. and we should be going on a Thursday Jimmy. date tonight at ACME. That was our tradition. Yeah. Um, and But I am loving the simplicity of our schedule. Like, just looking at my calendar, nothing on there. Mm-hmm. Um, It's been nice. But I'm wondering, like, on the other side of this, this mm-hmm. very unique time. People keep using the word unique. It's a unique time. It's on the other side time. of it, it's difficult. It's not difficult. It's just unique. Oh, well, it's difficult. It, it's difficult. It cool. is difficult. Um, how can we keep some of this? Like, how can we keep some of the simplicity?
0: That is a great question. Let's find out. Welcome back to our basement. This is Monica and I'm Aaron. And uh, we are in our South Salem basement uh, again. In Oregon. This week. In Oregon. In Salem, Oregon. Yes. Shalom to everyone out there. And uh, we are here because we are part of Cross Creek Community Church and no one's in the building right now. Um, we are a church for people that don't normally go to church, which is everybody right now. So we are in our basement filming this video episode. And uh, what if what if I'm new and I'm watching, Monica? What would I do?
1: Yeah. What if you're new and you're watching it? Because it your... might
0: be new. <laughs> if so you this... your new welcome. That's awesome. Yeah,
1: that's awesome. Yeah. Thank you for finding us somehow. Um, we're glad you're here. We're glad you're watching. True. Um, thanks for inviting us into your home. You could be doing anything at this time. Uh, We just want to thank you for for letting us in. Uh, This is how it usually rolls. We say a quick welcome, a quick hello. We play a quick game or have some kind of fun. And then our friend John comes uh, to us with a message. And this week it's about schedules. If you didn't already guess that, um, he's going to talk to us about schedules. We're also going to do a giveaway at the end, which will be great. I always love that part Mm -hmm. um, for Peace City Soaps. Dear friends of ours. And we're going to give away a gift certificate for some really nice artisan Mm. Eco-friendly soaps or shampoo bars or anything. It's going to be at the end of the episode. And then we have another giveaway coming. So we'll do that at the end. So that's usually how this goes. But I wanted to say, you said, um, you know, we're a church for people who don't normally go to church. Uh And nobody's going to church right now. Because we always think of church as a building. Yeah. Right? Well, church is more than a building. Church is actually a body of people. Ecclesia. Like a body of people who are all trying... Uh, to follow Jesus or they are following Jesus. Mm -hmm. So um, we can all be going to church. It just looks different, different. right? We're all going online. Mm -hmm. Some people are going physically, like if they go to a drive-in church or something like that. That's true. Yeah, Yeah. but we're here for you. We're here to give um, encouragement and Mm -hmm. hope and help and joy. Um, We're here for you as you discover what it means to follow Jesus. Um, We'd love to hear from you. So Mm -hmm. um, when you feel like you're ready, when you feel like you trust us, uh, you can use this website to send us a quick message and we'll follow up with you. Anybody who fills out a welcome uh, card is what we used yeah. to call it, but it's more like a welcome An website. Online
0: Welcome notice.
1: Yeah. Anybody who fills <laughs> that in, we send a Starbucks uh, e-gift card um, mm. right now. That's what we're doing. Um, but we just want to thank you for taking that step, um, that courageous step to just let us know who you are and where you are and you, um, maybe something you need from us like you have questions or mm-hmm. want prayer or you're just saying I just want the free coffee that's fine too done yep, yep. totally fine. Yeah. so that's a little bit about who we are so we're gonna we're just gonna introduce to you John here in a mm-hmm. second he's gonna talk about a simplified calendar which is great mm-hmm. um, if you want to see more of this kind of content obviously if you're watching on YouTube subscribe click that subscribe button if you hit the bell it notifies you when any of our stuff comes um, into play. Um, but you can also like us on Facebook and follow us there, and you'll see any of this content. So hit that subscribe button. Um, enjoy what John has to tell us. But first, you ready? My dear friend Lori and I <laughs> play a quick game of then and now. Yes. In the backyard. Then. Then or now. And now. Then and now. Or now. So we'll Is was... then or now or yeah. then and now? It's then and now. Then and now. But we're kind of talking then? about priorities. No. Like yes. if I asked you. Yes. What were your priorities in February?
0: I would say cheese. Okay. Because cheese is always my I mean priority. it's it's
1: pretty much number 2. Number 1, number 2. What would you say your priority is now?
0: What if I told you it's cheese? I was
1: gonna say it's
0: probably gonna be cheese. <laughs> I like to cheese again. This
1: is why yeah. but you're like, not playing this game I'm and Lori right. is. And
0: I appreciate that. <laughs> and I'm sure you do too. Let's take a look. Let's see what how it goes. Let's see how it goes. All right.
1: Welcome to my backyard. It's currently starting to rain, but we're gonna play a game together. This is my friend Lori. Lori, tell everyone a little bit about who you are and what you do. For Cross Creek, when we can meet together in person, I'm the hospitality director. Hospitality online is a different kind of thing that we're figuring out. Um, I'm also the bookkeeper. I work at Cherry City Electric. I'm an accounting administrator there. I helped do the accounting. (laughs) Sounds really fun. We're gonna play a quick game. Okay. Okay. So this week we're talking about um, schedules and activities and calendars and just the busyness of life Mm -hmm. and how that's changed. So I'm gonna give you a clue. (laughs) Okay. And these came from uh, my friends on Facebook. And they just told me some of their priorities and how they've shifted. So I'm gonna give you a clue and you're gonna guess whether you think it's an, a then priority okay. or a now priority. Okay. Pre COVID okay. or now current. Okay. Your first clue. Are you ready? Yes. All right. So this person said that their priority is shaving, tweezing, and wearing deodorant. Then. <laughs> it is a then priority. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Uh, their now priority, on the other hand, is maximizing the number of times they can wear or rewear the same clothes. Uh, yes. Sounds awesome. familiar. Uh-huh. All right. Okay, next, Kay. number two, getting everyone to their thing on time while trying not to lose my mind. Oh, then. Then. Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. Very good. All right, but their now priority for their life now is getting everyone to their Zoom meets <laughs> on time. Hey, uh, that can be tough. It is. <laughs> Also, it's trouble if you have more than one Zoom at a time. That's Or more right. than one child with a Zoom at a time. That's right. That can be challenging. Yeah. You have to have multiple laptops and really good Wi-Fi. Yep. <laughs> okay. Uh, menu plan. Cut back on trips to the store.
0: <laughs> no. Because <laughs> that's me. Because that was yours.
1: <laughs> All right. Menu planning. cutting back on trips to the store. Then was flying by the seat of my pants <laughs> which i feel like i'm still doing so kudos to you for doing some menu planning all right this one i don't know what number we're on turning on netflix and spending 10 minutes to find the perfect show to fall asleep to then or now
0: oh no
1: wrong. That was oh. then. Well, no, but now you have so much more time. So now this is the funny thing about this person's okay. response is it's the same, but now they're watching the show and not falling asleep. <laughs> oh, because they don't. are watching it all. Because they can watch all night yeah. because <laughs> Yeah, they don't have to be, maybe they don't have to be <laughs> work in the morning. I'm not sure, but it's new to them. Uh-huh. This idea of just watching Netflix and staying awake. Yeah. So good for them. <laughs> all right. Getting my students through the curriculum by the end of the school year. Both. I know. That's a hard, this is a hard one. Obviously, um, this then. I'm gonna say I was going to say obviously this person is a teacher, but they could also be a parent. Yeah, I don't know. They could be. Okay. That was a then. Uh-huh. Good job. I think you're up to 18 points, right? Are we keeping score correctly, okay. accountant? Okay. Yes. Um, before <laughs> that was then. Now every day is like the day before. No priorities. <laughs> I love that. I have no priorities. Just get through the day, yeah. right? Okay. Uh, then or now. To become like the dread pirate Roberts. <laughs> <laughs> um, now. No, it was then. Oh, I know. shoot. Or it was now. You're right. You got it. okay. You got it right. Now is to become like Rock Robert Pirate Roberts. Before, it was to find the six-fingered man who killed my father and avenge That's his death. All. Somebody's watching Princess Bride. Somebody is. A lot. Yeah. But it's cool because I think of you often when I think of this movie because mm-hmm. it's like your favorite movie. Yes. I watched it every day in middle school because you didn't have to do school at home. That's right. <laughs> you had time to watch I was it. way back in the then. <laughs> way back. OK, get to 5 o'clock so that I could get out of my bra and heels for the day. Uh, then? Yeah, then. Sure. Now, shopping online for the perfect comfy day wear that's not a workout outfit or pajamas, because it is all about what you're yeah. you know, having to live in. Yeah. Priorities. My family, church, grocery shopping, laundry, and keeping my home running smoothly. Um, that feels like a trick question. Why? Because it could be either. That's right. And this person actually put the same thing for both. Oh, which was really so cool. I almost said both, but I, I thought well, I already said both several times. The only difference in their <laughs> answer is they just said this, 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 and this, and nothing much has changed. So for them, it is the same thing. It's family, church, grocery shopping, laundry, Yep. this one, planning a big wedding. Oh, then. Yeah. And no. they're now. Eloping? It, they're, they're figuring out how to tell their family that they are not invited without <gasps> hurting their feelings. Oh, I know. Yeah, that's so eloping. <laughs> we can pray for that person. Yeah, that's yeah, hard. That is hard. But I was thinking about this too with this person. Like, what a story to tell your kids. Uh-huh. We got married during the pandemic uh-huh. and <laughs> people are being really creative. Yeah. I was actually just looking at uh photographer who's up in canada actually Mm -hmm. and how she's doing different ways to shoot weddings yeah and live streaming which is cool oh yeah good live streaming wedding you could invite everybody you could invite the world to your wedding that's right yeah (laughs) okay uh making time for my family friends contributing to cross creek and getting everyday necessities done before i mean then sorry before (laughs) it's actually now wow. oh i know i love this one so yeah. that's their priority now before it was not many priorities in life they said oh. just getting through the day with minimal effort hmm. so there has been like this sense of like this pandemic giving people a new sense of purpose and thinking shift. about yeah shift What's mm-hmm. really important you know so this okay. is the last one okay okay getting more stuff done now then what i know there now is resting breathing and listening resting breathing mm. listening no more getting stuff done no more getting stuff done <laughs> it does kind of feel that way yeah it does That's there's true. a lot of resting and breathing and listening so yeah. <laughs> thank you for coming to my backyard you're welcome and social distance anytime gaming with me <laughs> and all those things and thank you for all the work you're doing for cross creek behind the scenes mm-hmm. and at cherry city electric not behind the scenes those people i'm sure they really appreciate it <laughs>
2: Okay. Wave goodbye. Hey, bye. Goodbye. Hey, welcome to Together for Salem again. It is good to be seen by you. You know, one of the one of the hardest things about this quarantine time, I think for a lot of us, is all the stuff that's had to had to be canceled. Right? We had to cancel church, and we we get to do this, which is fun. But we've had you know birthday parties canceled, uh, planned get-togethers canceled, weddings be canceled, uh, graduations have been canceled and it's hard. Uh, even for my, my preschooler, Benji, uh, every every year they their preschool class gets to celebrate their graduation by going to Enchanted Forest and that's closed. And so he was pretty bummed when he figured that out and so we promised we'll go to Enchanted Forest as soon as it's open, so owners of Enchanted Forest will see you soon. But uh, with this sadness, there's also been, if you will admit it, maybe you, you haven't felt it, but I have, this relief of uh, kind of an an empty calendar. This relief that, hey, we don't have to go anywhere for two weeks or or more or however long. In fact, we we can't. But it's almost like this return to the good old days, like not 1950s, but like the 1700s where life was just slower. The 1700s with better plumbing, of course. But life was slower. There was no uh, work to rush off to, no school to rush off to. Your family and your business were kind of the, the same thing. You, you lived upstairs and you worked downstairs. There was no, um, you know, having, having to, not having time for something because there was a lot of time. There wasn't this, this rush. And I've kind of enjoyed that pace. I have been able to take a break from work and go throw pitches for my son as he wants to practice his batting since baseball got canceled too. It's this simpler life and it's, it's been nice in a way just to kind of slow down. And I think it's been nice because for a lot of us, our lives, for as long as we can remember, have been so busy and being active isn't bad. But one thing I think we're discovering is that constant activity prevents meaningful connection. If you're constantly moving, constantly doing things, you don't have time to get to know the people around you, the people that matter to you. And we've been hoping to create interaction, hoping to create community and and meaningful relationships by joining all these sports and going to all these outings with people and having playdates, even having Bible studies or hobbies or enjoying entertainment, Even, even work. Has, we've been using work to have these connections, to be able to afford to go do these things, but this having to slow down time, this forced break, I think we've realized that we, we've missed the connection all those things were supposed to give us. And so as we, as we ask the question, what do we want things to be like when we come out of this? I think we can ask that question. What do we want our schedule to be like as we come out of this? How can we keep the good parts of this forced break as we go back to life where we do have things we have to do? How can we kind of meld those together? And interestingly enough, Jesus has an answer. We actually see it in what we call the book of Luke. It's basically a biography of Jesus' life by an ancient historian named Luke. And what he did, he he went down to where Jesus grew up and lived and did all his ministry, and he interviewed the eyewitnesses. Of Jesus's life. And so he put it down in an accurate history of what Jesus actually said and did and how he interacted with people. And so in one of these accounts, he, Jesus, interacts with two sisters, Mary and Martha. They're actually the, the sisters of a guy named Lazarus, who, if you know the story in John 11, Jesus raises Lazarus from the dead. Amazing story. You should check it out. But it's these two sisters. And he, he hangs out at their house for a little while. And here's what happens. As Jesus and the disciples continued on their way to Jerusalem, they came to a certain village where a woman named Martha welcomed him into her home. The village was Bethany, just a few miles away from Jerusalem, he's making his way to Jerusalem. Moving on, her sister Mary sat at the Lord's feet listening to what he taught. Now what's interesting, we just kind of blow over these, these names, but when Luke puts per people's names in his account, this is what ancient historians did. With he put the name in, they're still alive. He's basically saying hey this happened go ask them you know who mary and martha are go ask them how this actually went down because i interviewed them that's why i put their names in it and he says mary martha's sister is sitting at the lord's feet sitting at jesus's feet listening to what he taught And we just blow over that, too. But sitting at his feet is a phrase that describes how uh, formal disciples in that time would listen to a rabbi, learn from him so that they could later on teach their own disciples and pass on his teachings. It was a role reserved for men. So super rare that Mary is allowed to sit there. Men sitting there right alongside the men. Men and women weren't allowed to sit together in the temple, in the synagogue. But Jesus doesn't seem to care. See, Jesus elevated the status of women far beyond any other religious leader. It's kind of a side note, but I think that's super interesting. So anyway, Mary's sitting at Jesus' feet, listening to what he's teaching. But Martha was distracted by the big dinner she was preparing. She came to Jesus and said, Lord, doesn't it seem unfair? And by the way, life always seems unfair when you compare. You you can tell your kids you made that up. Lord, doesn't it seem unfair that you, to you, doesn't it seem unfair to you that my sister just sits here while I do all the work? Tell her to come help me. (laughs) Picture it. Martha is preparing this dinner and there's no microwave, there's no oven. She's preparing this first century dinner. That is a lot of work for at the very least, like 15 people. That's a huge meal she has to prepare. And Mary is doing nothing to help. Martha's preparing all this food and Mary's just sitting there. Listening, taking on a role that wasn't even meant for her gender, and Mar- Martha is so busy doing what she feels she's supposed to do as the woman in the house, she projects her own priorities on her sister, and she gets frustrated. She gets so frustrated that she tells Jesus what to do. Tell her, telling Jesus what to do. Tell her to come help me. And so Jesus looks around, like, "Oh crap, Mary, what are you sitting here with the men? Dude, what are you doing?" No, he doesn't do that. He doesn't say, hey, no, oh yeah, she's right. Be a good little woman, get back in the kitchen, get to work. He doesn't do that. What does he do? But the Lord, Jesus, said to her, my dear Martha, you are worried and upset over all these details. There is only one thing worth being concerned about. Mary has discovered it, and it will not be taken away from her. Be Martha for a second. Doesn't that seem harsh? She's working so hard. Jesus doesn't say, hey, thanks for this meal. Thanks for inviting us into your home and all, all my unwashed disciples. Thanks for doing all this hard work. Yeah, it would be nice if somebody helped you. In fact, I'm gonna stop teaching so that all these people, no. He says, basically, calm down. It'll be okay. See, it seems harsh, but, but look at his, how he answers. He says, my dear Martha, the care, the love in his voice. You can see that he loved this person. It says, you are worried and upset about many details. Worried and upset about many details. Does that describe you, Ever? Does that describe what life was like before this for you? Does that describe what life is like right now? Are you worried and upset about many details? Well, if it is you, he says, my dear John, my dear Peter, my dear Susan, you're worried and upset about many things. You don't need to be. And second, think about this: had anybody asked Martha to do all this work? There's no proof. Jesus said, "Hey, Martha, thanks for having us. Could you uh go make some dinner for us?" He doesn't. It's not even a necessary thing. A few days earlier than this, Luke records the the story of Jesus feeding five thousand people with just a little bit of fish and bread. He didn't. Jesus didn't need. Martha, to make this meal. She took it upon herself to do this thing for Jesus. He says, Martha, you chose to be busy with needless activity and it has made you worried. It's made you stressed. It's actually made you angry with people. Your priorities are mixed up. You prioritized activity over relationship. Now, he's not saying having meals and activities are not necessary because we do have to do things in life. We, We... Usually can't make, you can't feed 5,000 people with a few fish and, and bread. We have to do things, but he's saying you don't need to worry. You don't need to be distracted so much that, that you miss what's truly essential. Relationships. See, our activity often distracts us from our relationships. We are so distracted from what we, from what we actually need. Relationships. Now check this out, let's go a little bit deeper. See, Jesus says, Mary chose the only essential thing. Mary chose the only, only essential, the only thing she needs, a re- listening to Jesus, a relationship with Jesus. He's saying that's the only thing you need. Step back, take off, if you're a church person, take off your church hat. If you're not a church person, maybe you already thought this. That's conceited, if you think about it. All you need, if I came to you and I said, hey, Thanks for watching. Hey, by the way, all you need is a relationship with me, and you'll be fine. That's messed up. That sounds so conceited. It sounds like nonsense. In fact, nobody should listen to Jesus after saying something like that. We should just ignore him and say, who do you think you are? He can't just be a good teacher and say something like that. He can't just be a good guy and say, I'm the only thing that matters. I'm the only thing you actually need. We should totally ignore him except for one thing. He predicted his death and resurrection and then he pulled it off. If somebody can do that, then I'm going to listen to them. He proved that he is the God who created us and and created us to need relationships with each other, but mostly to need a relationship with him that we operate best when we have a relationship with him. So if that's true then a relationship with him is really the only thing we need to be concerned about, the only essential thing in life. Because once you have that relationship, everything else falls into place. You can trust that he has all your needs taken care of. You don't have to worry about the details falling into place and everything working out exactly the way it's supposed to because you can trust that Jesus has it covered. He loves you, he's the God who, who created time. He knows what's going to happen. He knows what you actually need. We don't have to be worried and concerned. And that frees us to focus on what life is really about. Relationships. Frees us from having to be so busy making life that we can calm down, relax, and enjoy what life is about. Relationships. See, a relationship with Jesus sustains, improves, and refreshes every other relationship relationship with Jesus, trusting him, following him, learning daily better and better what love looks like in every situation. That type of relationship transforms all of your other relationships. If a relationship with Jesus sounds like something you might be interested in, let us know. We would love to talk to you about that, show you or talk with you about what that actually means and looks like. Let us know. Go to this website and we would love to hear from you let see, Mary let the concern of everything that needed to be done. Does that sound familiar? Everything that needs to be done. She let that concern distract her from the relationship she needed most. Activity, that activity of hers, it came from good motives, right? She was wanting to make this meal in order to interact with Jesus, in order to connect with Jesus, sit around a table with Jesus, get to know him and then listen to him. But the, the work distracted her. It became such a distraction that it actually had the opposite effect of what she was trying to create. See, activity can be good, but when it becomes the goal, it destroys exactly what it was designed to create. See, remember, constant activity prevents meaningful connection. And the we you know this, I know this, everybody knows this, but I think it's good to be reminded. The best lives are prioritized around relationships not activities. So what do we do? How do we how do we take what we're kind of figuring out right now and, and in the slowdown time and take it into our future whatever that looks like? What do we do? I think two ideas here. prioritize your priorities. prioritize your priorities. Sit down, make a list. What is a priority to you? What is essential in your life? or maybe who? is essential in your life. If you're a Jesus follower, probably put Jesus at the top of the list because the relationship with him makes every relationship better. But whether Jesus follower or not, what are your priorities? Put, write them down and then prioritize them. Say, this is my number one, this is my number two, this is my number three. And then as we go back into this, ask yourself, what is truly essential to add back to my calendar? What is essential? And then filter your yeses and your nos through that. Hey, are you free for? Well, filter it through what your priorities are. What is actually essential? Hey, do you have time for? Filter it. Filter your yeses and noes through that. So prioritize your priorities and then spend your time on your essentials. Yeah, but I don't have time for. Let's listen. We all have the same amount of time in every day. In every week, we all have the same amount of time in 24 hours. It's not like, you know, people who have uh, healthy, happy, satisfied relationships have more time than everyone else to, to work on those relationships. No, they prioritize their time. See, there's no such thing as, I don't have time for this. I don't have time for you. No, it's, I'm not willing to make time for that. I'm not willing to spend my limited time on that and we have to decide what our priorities are. Think about it, in an emergency, your priorities totally shift, right? If a family member is sick and in the hospital, you drop everything that you thought you had to do that day and rush to be with them because that is your priority. It's amazing what happens when we're forced to prioritize. It's amazing the amount of time we find in our day when we have to make these priorities. We make time for what's essential. So, tough question, what does your time usage say about what's essential to you? What have you been spending your time on? If you spend time on one thing, you definitely are stealing, might be a harsh word, but you're stealing time from everything else you could be doing. We have to purposely choose what our priorities are with our time. Maybe you've been arguing with me this whole time and you're frustrated because I can't hear you and I just keep talking. know, you, your, your argument might be, yeah, but John, we have to work. I have a, I mean, I have a job, and I have, right now it's even harder. I'm working at home, or I lost a job, and I have to get a job when this is all over. How, what about time there? I mean, I, ha, I can't just give up my job and hang out with my family or my friends. Absolutely. You need to work. We all need to work. But when your work consistently, it's a key word, consistently steals from your relationships, there's something wrong. Your priorities have gotten mixed up. If it is consistently stealing from the people you love, the people you're trying to provide for, you're not providing them what they essentially need, which is time with you, time with the person they love. And so I would say come up with a plan. Use this time to come up with a plan saying, you know what, I'm not going to go to every meeting that could be an email. I'm not going to you know, take on this extra load in hopes that I, I might get promoted someday. Come up with a plan and then present it to your boss. Present it to your, to your team, to your board, to whoever, to your clients. And most people will take that and be like, wow, he really takes this family thing or this, this friend thing seriously. I'm gonna, I'm gonna honor that. And if they don't, well, big question. Would you rather keep your family or your job? Would you rather have the people you love know you love them or would you rather make your boss more money? See, in the end, Our priorities are our relationships. So that might be one argument. Another argument you might have is, well, can't we do anything fun? Can't we do anything for ourselves? Like, aren't activities healthy? Sure they are, if they're used for their primary purpose, which is creating connection. But if if they take the place of real relationships and become activities that distract us from our priorities, we need to make a change. Does your kid or do you need to do every sport offered? No. Maybe take a, have, a, have a season that you take off. One, one sport you say no to. Do you need to go to every single Bible study? Bible studies are good, but do you need six of them? Do you need a, a married's Bible study and a ladies Bible study and a Sunday church study and a Wednesday church study and a my hair is brown study and, uh, you know, I really like the idea of guys and cars Bible study. I'm going to go to that one. Like, do you... Some people... If, if you're not a Jesus follower, you have no, you're like, why would people do that? Exactly. If you're a Jesus follower, are you going to so many Bible studies that you don't have time to actually use what you're learning? You don't have time to meet people who don't know the love of God and actually show them the stuff you've been studying about how to love like Jesus loves. Don't get so busy with Bible and church that you can't even do what it says we need to do. Hobbies are good. But if you're with your car or your, uh, your TV or your model of boats in a bottle, does anybody do that? More than you are with the people you love, what's that say about your priorities? Maybe we need, you need to make a change. We have a, It's not a hard and fast rule, but in our family, we have a, a guideline that we try not to be out of the house more than three nights a week because if you're out of the house more than three nights a week, that's more than half of your week, more than half of your nights that you're away from your family. So we try to limit it to three nights a week. And sometimes we have to say no to some people. Maybe you're watching and we've said no to you because that would be have been a fourth night out. We have to prioritize. Here's the thing. Don't let your activities rob your relationships. Don't let your activities rob your relationships. Only let what you need or want to do rob the people you want to love. The people you were made to be with. So, what if we used this forced slowdown, this, this, this time to reevaluate our schedules? What if we reevaluated the pace that we've been trying to keep up? And we reevaluated what's truly essential for us? What if we purposely chose what we would use our limited time for? What if our kids, our spouses, our loved ones, our friends knew? knew that they were our priority because we proved it with our time. Don't let your activities rob your relationships. Choose to focus on what is truly essential. Prioritize your essentials and enjoy your relationships. We'll see you next week. Aaron and Monica, back to you.
0: Thank you, John, for that. and. Um... It's good to keep in mind what we want our priorities to be, and they should be relationships. So maybe, maybe Monica will go on a date with me tonight or tomorrow night. Sure. Or both nights. I'm free, calendar's empty. Regardless, we are going to give away our Peace City Soaps gift certificate. Yes. It's a real one. I was going to say virtual, but it's actually, like it's a real. Anyway, the winner this week (laughs) is Jessica D, Woo! Jess D, you have just won yourself some soap. So, congratulations. Yep. And uh, Monica, will you tell the lovely people what they have a chance to win this next week?
1: Well, okay. So, I feel like we've done with all of our giveaways. I mean, we could list them all here. We could. We've done like eight. This one's super unique, though. This one. Anytime I touch my I face, like I one. think about it. You do like that one. Um, I this if week is—they're is, not still scrolling anymore. We're moving on. This week is really unique. Our friend uh, Matt at Haas
0: Sauce.
1: Haas sauce. Saas. Haas sauce. His website is Haas Sauce. There's a lot of S's in there. You'll figure it out. H O S S. Um, he also Say gives easy. private uh, cooking lessons. So wow. he's been a culinary teacher since 1995.
0: He might know what he's doing.
1: He knows what he's doing, mm-hmm. and he gives uh, private culinary class mm-hmm. or lessons. So we're giving away one. One to one and a half hour session. It's a $50 value. Uh, So all you have to do to enter the giveaway is comment on the Facebook um, video post, Mm -hmm. comment on the YouTube one, either one, and you enter to win a private cooking class with Chef Matt. It's going to be super great. Um, I'm wondering if I can enter. I don't think
0: you can. You probably want me to so I can cook you something good. Yeah
1: anybody can buy a Haas sauce it's the, he's got great sauces yeah, um, right. and he sells them locally Haas- sauce or you can buy them online Hot sauce for all um but enter to yeah. win that uh that cooking class with chef Matt it's gonna be super sweet he does that's some excellent. really great things over at Kelly's home center too check out their Facebook page yeah he it's great cinnamon rolls would be amazing so yeah that's all I'm gonna say about that excellent yeah um so that's our next giveaway and yep. then so we're done
0: yeah, pretty much. So thank you for joining us. Let's go on a date. Together for Salem. We're going to go on a date. Yeah. Um, if you want to go on a date with the person you're sitting by right now, you can actually answer questions with them. They're going to come up in just a minute. And you could, if there's nobody there, you could talk to yourself. Totally fine these days. Uh, maybe it always was. But there are some questions that will come up for you to consider. And uh, yeah, what else, Monica? That's pretty much it.
1: I think that's it. Yeah. Yeah. You know what we were thinking, though, as we were talking about this earlier this week. Uh-huh. Before we sign off here, we're about to. Don't worry. You're almost done. Um, It's texting, I know. <laughs> it's texting. So if you wanna take the next 30 seconds uh-huh. and text somebody and just tell them maybe something that you're thinking about with them or that you learned or just an encouragement, yeah. that would really probably mean a lot to them. So I'm just gonna say to you out there in Facebook and YouTube land.
0: I'm gonna do that.
1: Pick out, take up, your, pick up your phone. To somebody I care
0: about right
1: now. Okay, and send a text to somebody. Okay. Um, it's one small way we can be together for Salem. Um, and I just want to encourage you to reach out to the people that maybe just need a little encouragement from you today. So check out the questions that are coming up. Um, watch how slowly Aaron texts. It's really cute. I forgot um, where my
0: emojis are on here. Yeah.
1: And we'll see you next week on Together
0: for, for Salem. Salem. <laughs> I did. I just, Oh! <laughs> I put, I tried, you I found your emojis!